Morning. Uh, Isaiah 64, 6. But now, O Lord, you are our father. We are the clay and you are our potter. And all of us are the work of your hand. This is called bend me. Bend me, Lord, but please don't break. I'm stubborn and disagreeable, obstinate to your will and everyone else around me. Why I become the grumpy, angry old man, I do not know. My invitation to Satan and his helpers make no sense. I know your promises, yet I decide to ignore them. Holy Spirit, pray for me, because my heart is hard and seems incapable. Bring me through and hold me until this passes. Hide me under your wing. Please don't let my negativity hurt the ones I love. Seclude me if necessary, but please only for a short time. How childish and stupid I am to have to go back to milk. I don't want to remain useless to your kingdom. Bring me back to reality and help me remember who I am. This is called chisel. The chisel was hard and cold, but administered with a soft, loving hand. The earthly sculptor has the distinct advantage of his target remaining still. But the holy sculptor must be patient because his future masterpiece tries to run and turn away. Also, the earthly sculptor picks out choice, beautiful marble that's easy to work with. But the holy artist begins with rough, hardened, par-free granite. Harder to shape and even harder to polish. The painful process began. The loving king of the universe began shipping away everything that didn't resemble the beauty and holiness of his son. At the beginning, the large chunks were lopped off with ease, but the final product was far from complete. The obstinate hard stone seemed to want to retain certain portions of itself. So the patient sculptor gave the granite some time while he sharpened the necessary tools to progress at a pace, although painful, the rock could withstand. The uncooperative granite had a mind and will of its own, but the sharper tools began to refine the stone with perfect surgical precision. The master sculptor never leaves a work undone, so escape from his possession or influence is futile. Many uncomfortable lessons must continue to be learned and relearned before the statue is ready for presentation. But the work never stops until one day it glistens with an inner and outer brilliance brighter than any worldly statue can be polished by an earthly sculptor. It's a quote from Oswald Chambers. It's not that God makes us beautifully rounded, perfect grapes but that he squeezes the sweetness out of us. We live busy lives. Some may even say we live frantic, crazy, seemingly out of control lives. I see moms and dads and 
people who have a life of work of more than 40 hours a week, and when they go home, there's more work to be had. I see people who are tired, crushed, and seem to have no hopes at times, but, but then they're lifted up somehow. Let's go on an imaginary journey with me, if you will, and you've had one of those weeks, and you're barely hanging on, and Finally, a day comes that you're dreaming of that you think will bring total happiness. Let's say the kids are staying at Grandma and Grandpa's that Friday evening or on a Sunday evening with a holiday following, and you're thinking to yourself, if I can just make it to then, I'll get that extra sleep. I'll be able to sleep a little later that morning. So you go to bed that night, and you also had everything pretty well accomplished and done around the house inside and out to where things are in condition and you can rest easy without too much on your mind. So you're going to cherish that extra couple of hours sleep that Saturday morning or Monday morning. But instead, your eyes fly open at 5 a.m. People are on your heart. Your spouse is asleep. But after only a five-hour sleep, you're wide awake. All the things you wished for about early morning worship and personal private time with the Lord and the reading of the Word and prayer and all that, that you don't get accomplished and you get frustrated with yourself because you don't, all of a sudden there's a beck and call. And you have to get up and the sun's just peeking over the hills and it's beckoning you to walk outside. Just imagine yourself there. I come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses and the voice I hear falling on my ear the Son of God discloses. He speaks and the sound of his voice is so sweet the birds hush their singing. And the melody that he gave to me Within my heart is ringing. I'd stay in the garden with him, though the night around me be falling. But he bids me go. Through the voice of woe, his voice to me is calling. I think you all recognize that. If you would sing the last verse, or not the last verse, but the chorus with me. And he walks with me, and he talks with me. He tells me I am his own. And the joy we share as we tarry there, none other has ever known. So you're refreshed. Refreshment comes even after that week when you thought you couldn't stand up and go through it one more day. Let's pray. Oh, Lord, help us to be that, Lord. Help us to be that person who gets up early just to go meet with you, Lord. And when we can't, Lord, give us, give us a time. Give us a place. Give us quiet solitude. Even amongst the, the screaming children, or the demanding bosses, Lord. So let it be known to our hearts, Lord, that the Holy Spirit is ministering and that there truly is a light yoke with rest in you, Lord. So fill us with your spirit this day, Lord. 
Let us worship you as we should. Give us your spirit. Give us that rest. Just for this time, Lord, as we gather to worship you. In Jesus' name.